0: Hi, I'm George Takmachab, and welcome to this special edition of the Easton Target Archery Podcast. We're going to switch gears a little bit today and talk about a company that's related to Easton, but uh, is a separate company, and that is the Hoyt Archery Company. Hoyt is one of the old, old old-line companies that had its roots at the beginning of the modern era of large-scale production of archery equipment and accessories. Before this era, production was of a pretty low order, quantitatively, with most equipment being made individually by hand, which is how Doug Easton got started. Only a handful of companies existed before the 1930s, Easton among them. From this beginning, Hoyt, like others of those old line companies, grew with the sport. Of course, today archery has a participation rate in the millions. Several strong national organizations exist for the benefit of the various specialized segments of archery, such as the USA Archery Federation, USA Archery, NFAA for Field Archery, and uh, International Archery under the auspices of World Archery, a strong governing body for World and Olympic competitions. But almost none of this existed during the time that Hoyt was founded. In 1931, the Hoyt Archery Company was formed as a partnership between Earl Hoyt Sr. and his son, Earl Hoyt Jr., They first advertised wood arrows in Ye Sylvan Archer, an early magazine of the time. After 10 years of selling arrows and bows, the company stopped making archery equipment for the most part in 1942 with the advent of war. And Earl Jr. spent very little time with the business at that time. But his father, Earl Sr., whose construction business, the Hoyt Construction Company, was disrupted by the war and building material priorities, was in a position to spend full time in the archery business. In 1946, Earl Hoyt Jr. returned to the Hoyt Archery Company, leaving his full-time engineering job at the McDonnell Aircraft Corporation. Sound like a familiar story? If you've been listening to our Eastern History podcasts, you might see a little parallel there. In 1947, Hoyt pioneered the use of reinforced plastics in bow construction and also developed the first step toward a dynamic balance equal length bow limb system, which is now universally used by practically every recurve bow manufacturer. In 1948, Hoyt introduced the first overdraw and semi-pistol grip bows to the market. 1951 is what brought us to where we are today in terms of Olympic bows, The Deflex-Reflex principle of design was incorporated into recurve bow production by Earl Hoyt. This was the first radical departure from traditional design and continues to be used in all top recurve bows today. The key to Deflex-Reflex design is the capability of the limb to accept a higher preload when braced. It's a design where the unbraced limbs deflex toward the shooter and then reverse direction, reflexing away from the shooter. Now, Earl Hoyt claimed to have invented this principle in the modern era, but the full bow and some long bows had this design. However, they were not able to make this system work. Earl Hoyt was able to successfully incorporate this concept into his designs due to the use of high strength fiberglass, a new product at the time. In 1953, Earl Hoyt continued production with the first truly short recurve hunting bow, only 52 inches in length, Later, changed to 58 inches as a more practical overall length. In 1956, Earl Hoyt got one of his first patents, patent number 2,995,130 for dynamically balanced bow limbs, a new dimension in accuracy. Shortly after, a true pistol grip was also patented and introduced on the pro-Olympian. Since that time, the pistol grip has become the most universal, popular, and distinctive confirmation of the Modern bow. Around this time, Hoyt Archery Company moved to a new plant location with expanded facilities near the airport in St. Louis, Missouri. In 1957, Hoyt Craftsmen offered the first customized bows with checkering and inlays. In 1959, Hoyt introduced the thumb rest to grip design, improving the feel of the bow. And virtually all modern bows take advantage of this type of grip today. It was in 1961 when Earl Hoyt Jr. introduced stabilizers to the archery market and took out a patent on stabilizers. In 1963, he introduced a micro-rest adjustment system which dramatically improved the tunability of bows and increased accuracy, another Hoyt Jr. patent. In 1965, torque flight compensators with uh, an integral stabilizer system were invented and further improved accuracy basically a rubber damper to help remove vibration from stabilizers. And this was also patented by Earl Hoyt Jr. In 1966, a devastating fire disrupted operations for six weeks. At the time the fire occurred, the first addition to the plant was nearing completion. This interruption provided the opportunity to expand to the new quarters, perhaps a bit faster than expected. In 1971... Jim Easton worked with Earl to produce the first limbs made with carbon fiber. A little later, carbon limbs were used by Daryl Pace to win the 1976 Olympic Games. Also in 1971, Earl Hoyt Jr. and Ann Weber, a top archer and a businesswoman in archery running a large archery distributorship on the East Coast, were married. In 1972, a bow-limb takedown system was invented to accurately position align, and lock the limbs into the sockets of the riser. This bow was known as the Pro-Metallist TD takedown and was invented by Earl Hoyt Jr. with a U.S. patent. The 1972 Munich Olympic Games With the advent and introduction of the new bow line, known as the Pro-Metallist TD for takedown, only two were entered in the 1972 Olympics – the first Olympic Games in which archery was reintroduced as an Olympic sport since 1920 in Antwerp. The pro medalist was shot by a man and a woman, and each of those shooters won the gold medal. They were Americans John Williams and Doreen Wilbur. Four out of the six total medals awarded in the 1972 Olympic Games were awarded to archers using Hoyt bows. In the intervening years of the Olympic Games from 1976 through 1984, the Hoyt line of bows never failed to win a gold medal plus a silver or a bronze. And since 1959, Hoyt has won more gold, silver, and bronze in international and NAA competitions than any other brand. In 1976, V-bar auxiliary inertial stabilizers were introduced again under an Earl Hoyt Jr. patent. Particularly complementary to and when used with a single-rod single, single rod center stabilizer, they were very effective. 1976 Montreal Olympic Games In 1976, American Daryl Pace won the men's individual gold using the then-new TD2. Japan's Hiroshi Michinaga won the silver with his Hoyt, as did the women's silver medalist Valentina Kovpan of the Soviet Union. of the men and 60% of the women competing in the Montreal Olympic Games used Hoyt bows. In 1977, Earl Hoyt Jr. invented a system for universally adjusting bow limbs for variations in bow weight, tiller, and alignment, and patented that as well. In 1978, Hoyt Archery Company was purchased by the CML Group, an investment group, ending family ownership but Earl and Ann Hoyt remained on under employment contracts continuing to run the company. In 1979 a third and larger addition to the St. Louis plant was built to accommodate rapidly expanding production needs especially as Hoyt was starting to make compound bows to be manufactured in-house and that included a greatly expanded office area. 1980 brought the Moscow Olympic Games Tommy Poikalainen of Finland won the individual gold medal using a Hoyt TD-2. In 1982, Earl Hoyt Jr. and Miguel Cartino, one of his engineers, invented an adjustment system for fine-tuning the cable harness of two-wheel-type compound bows. This was the beginning of Hoyt Archery's entrance into the compound bow market. A second 1982 patent was issued using a cable glide block to retain the cables of the compound bow on the arrow side of the cable guard rod to maximize offset clearance of the arrow and the veins. The inventors, Hoyt engineers Miguel Cartino and Thomas Munt. Hoyt bows continue to use this technology along with most other bows even today. In 1983, CML found that it could not successfully continue to operate the Hoyt subsidiary. They were, after all, an investment firm. They didn't know much about archery. So they sold it to Jim Easton. Jim formed a new company, the Hoyt Easton Archery Company, and kept Earl and Ann Hoyt on as consultants to the new company. Joe Johnston became president of Hoyt Easton. Within a year of the acquisition, the company had been relaunched with a new logo, the Hoyt Easton Apple logo, becoming the most recognized symbol in archery by 1984. Hoyt had been a leader in innovation and modern production methods and had been at the forefront as an archery manufacturer. But the new infusion of engineering and cash from Easton really transformed Hoyt. The old Hoyt quality of policy first became a pledge of the new Hoyt, Also, the creativeness of the old Hoyt, which developed and introduced trend-setting innovations, as we've mentioned, plus building a world-class gold medal winning line of bows, was promised to be carried over into the new Hoyt. A recurve riser and limb attachment system was redesigned using an interior socket channel engaging the butt end of the limb, allowing limb alignment and adjusting fore and aft for tiller and weight change. Also, a dovetailed channel on one side of the limb pocket was designed to receive that center limb guide bushing. The dovetail was able to restrain the limb from leaving the pocket if string breakage occurs. Today, that is called by most people the ILF limb system, but it was originally invented by Hoyt under patent number 4,494,521. A vertically adjustable aero support member with internally adjustable spring-loaded cushion plunger allowing vertical and horizontal tuning over a wide range of adjustment was patented by Hoyt that same year. In 1984, compound bow assembly, packaging, shipping, and all sales and marketing functions moved from St. Louis to Salt Lake City, sharing a facility with Easton Aluminum. And Chuck Adams, the famous bow hunter, perhaps the most famous and successful ever, joined the Hoyt hunting staff and began using and endorsing Hoyt-made bows in 1984, which he continues to do to this day. The 1984 Los Angeles Olympic Games The USA's Daryl Pace repeated his success and won his second men's individual gold medal. And Darrell once again used a Hoyt, but this time a TD4. The silver medalist of those games also used a Hoyt TD-4. 70% of all men and 60% of all women at the Los Angeles Games used Hoyt bows. In 1985, Hoyt Easton introduced the first true working recurve limb compound bow, the Spectra 5000. At the same time, Hoyt Easton designed a bow for Sylvester Stallone to use in the movie Rambo First Blood Part Two. By the end of 1985, the Hoyt Easton Rambo, and the promotion for it, was the most talked-about campaign the industry had seen to that date. At the 1986 SHOT Show, Hoyt Easton was presented with the Marketing Award of the Year from the American firearms industry. In 1986, syntactic foam core limbs were developed by engineer Gary Felice of Easton for the replacement of wood cores. This high-tech foam was used in both recurve and some early compound bow limbs and continues to be used in Hoyt recurve limbs today. In 1987, Hoyt Easton's Jim Pickering and Joe Johnston developed and patented the use of synthetic cables and strings to replace metal cable harnesses on compound bows. In 1987, this was known as the AIM system for advanced integrated material and was patented by Hoyt. Today, every compound maker makes all of its cables and strings from synthetic materials. Hoyt developed the first solid glass laminated limbs in 1987. This limb design was much shorter, much higher stressed, and used a full working recurve shape to increase the stress loading and increase durability and efficiency. Hoyt expanded its manufacturing capabilities by designing semi-automatic string-making equipment beginning in-house production of bow strings. By 1990, all of Hoyt's strings were produced in-house. In 1988, Hoyt Easton introduced the Compound Speed Changer System, a portable bow press system that was allowing the archer to work on or dismantle the bow without the use of a bow press. This was invented and patented by the inventor Dick Tone, a famous coach. Hoyt designed a second bow for Sylvester Stallone to use in his movie sequel, Rambo III. 1988 also brought the Seoul Olympic Games, and the USA's Jay Bars, shooting the Hoyt TD4, won the Olympic individual men's gold. Both the silver and the bronze individual men's winners were also using Hoyt bows. In 1989, the company changed its name from the Hoyt Easton Archery Company back to Hoyt USA and Eric Watts became president of Hoyt USA in 1989. Hoyt USA then moved all remaining compound manufacturing equipment processes and engineering to Salt Lake City from St. Louis and moved out of the Easton building and into a 100,000 square foot manufacturing facility. In 1989, Randy Walk, who was then the head of Hoyt Engineering, shattered existing NAA world broadhead flight distance records in the 70 pound bow class with a standard 450 grain broadhead arrow and a Hoyt Pro Force Extreme bow. The new world record was officially scored at 591 yards, beating the old record established six years before by over 120 yards. On that same date, 1989, Roy Rogers set a new world record in the unlimited-weight NAA Broadhead Flight Championship. Roy's ProForce Extreme bow had a draw weight of 140 pounds. Other than their 34-inch draw weight and Roy's bow being set at 140 pounds, both of those world records were established with factory stock bows. First time ever that a factory stock bow established a new world record of that type. In 1991, all recurve manufacturing equipment, processes, and engineering were relocated to Salt Lake City. That same year, Earl and Ann Hoyt ended their consulting contracts, developing a new company called Sky Archery, focusing on youth and recurve archery. Hoyt USA redefined compound limb design and construction, introducing its new Fast Flight Limb, which was a fully laminated multi-layer glass limb, dramatically improving bow performance and speed. This new limb introduction catapulted Hoyt into the speed bow arena, where Hoyt continued to have a high image and presence for more than a decade. Hoyt USA expanded its manufacturing capability with its first fully functional automatic paint system. All painted bows have been finished in the Hoyt plant ever since. 1992 Barcelona Olympic Games, The Spanish men's team, including Juan Carlos Holgado, won the Olympic gold medal, all shooting Hoyt TD-4 bows, and the men's individual silver went to Kim jae hun of Korea, who also used a Hoyt TD-4. In 1993, Hoyt USA expanded its manufacturing capabilities with its first CNC milling machines. These first CNC milling machines were the beginning of what is now one of the largest CNC milling machine shops in Utah. In 1994, the first ever Hoyt USA machined aluminum compound and recurve bow risers were introduced to the market. That brought a lot of sales growth and profit improvements to the company. Machined aluminum risers are now the standard. The First compound bows from Hoyt were the Superstar and the ProStar in 1994, the Defiant in 1995, and the Radian for recurve risers in 1994. All of the machine risers of that time used a unique grip system known as the AccuGrip, invented by Randy Walk and patented. Randy Walk became the new president of Hoyt in February of 1995. 1996 was seen as a year of innovation at Hoyt. Hoyt USA introduced two new concepts in compound bow technology. First, the introduction of the AlphaTech, a first of its kind, the AlphaTech riser was designed using an aft supporting and fully integrated rear support beam, which dramatically increased the strength of the bow. It also substantially reduced vibration and shock. The AlphaTech was patented by Randy Walk and Bill Boynton, a Hoyt engineer. Split limb technology was introduced to the market via the carbonite limb, the four independent limbs, which are basically the basis of almost all high-performance compounds today and that was patented in 1996 by Randy Walk. A dual-chamber suppression stabilizer added to the innovation list of the company, with Randy Walk having invented that under a U.S. patent. Recurve bow innovation also led to the development of the Avalon, the most fully adjustable recurve riser produced to that time. The unique limb attachment system and adjustable pockets of the Avalon let archers tune their bows better than before. The 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games Justin Hewish of the United States was victorious in the men's individual competition shooting a Hoyt Avalon bow. Two men's team gold medals were also awarded to archers using Hoyt bows as well as all three silver team medals. And once again, 60% of the women and 70% of all the men shot Hoyt USA products at the 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games. In 1997, Hoyt USA introduced a second brand of compound bows, Reflex, which was geared directly to compete in the mail-order segment of the market, which was still pretty new at the time. The bow was designed to be simple, basic, and easy to use. Hoyt implemented a new CNC manufacturing process for recurve limb tips. This revolutionary new manufacturing process completely eliminated all limb-tip variations which were previously created by the individual craftsmen who previously had to hand-file the tip shapes. In 1997, Hoyt USA took on the responsibility for sales and marketing efforts for the Beeman Carbon Company after its purchase by, by Easton. Later in 1999, that responsibility was moved back to Easton Aluminum. Also in 1997, Hoyt expanded its manufacturing capabilities by installing their first camo film dipping system. The film dip system greatly improved overall camouflage in terms of the finish, the durability, and the cosmetics. In 1988, Tech Series bows were expanded to include three very different bows, all produced for different styles of shooting. Hoyt implemented its new CNC recurve limb manufacturing processes across the board for all recurve operations, significantly improving overall quality, consistency, and accuracy for recurve limbs. In 1999, the Tech series of bows was further expanded with Hoyt USA introducing the Magnatech, a Tech series bow design that would be die-cast magnesium rather than machined from aluminum. That was another first in the industry, allowing the tech design to be affordable for the average consumer. Hoyt expanded its manufacturing capabilities with the installation of a full-line powder coating system. Also in 1999, I transferred to Hoyt from Easton Archery, bringing my engineering hat to the bow side of the business. In 2000, Hoyt USA redefined the Recurve bow and introduced the first-ever Tech Series Recurve riser, the AXIS. Along with the AXIS, Hoyt developed and put into market the revolutionary FX recurve limb, the first real new innovation in recurve limb design since the introduction of the use of syntactic foam in 1986. The FX was capable of producing more energy at the beginning of the draw cycle, but still stayed a lot smoother at the end, resulting in faster arrow speed and better accuracy. A Hoyt compound bow was used by the actress Lucy Liu in the 2000 movie Charlie's Angels. 2000 Sydney Olympic Games Australia's Simon Fairweather won the individual gold medal using the revolutionary new Axis and FX bow combination. The individual silver medalist Vic Wonderley and individual bronze medalist Vitsi Van Alten also used Hoyt bows to sweep the men's individual event. Two team bronze medalists also took their titles with Hoyt bows. In 2001, Hoyt introduced the tech concept created by Randy Walk throughout its entire line. And at the time, 95% of total bows sold by Hoyt used the tech engineering principle. 2001 also saw the passing of Earl Hoyt Jr. at 89 and a half years of age. He passed away on February 24th of 2001. In 2002, Hoyt began powder coating snowshoes for Easton Technical Products, That was their first OEM work that Hoyt had ever done for anyone. In 2003, a revolutionary new cam system was introduced for the 2003 season, the Cam and a Half System. That new system featured the best elements of both single cam and two cam wheel technologies and was a huge breakthrough for Hoyt and eventually the entire industry. It was patented by Hoyt engineers Darren Cooper and Jason Fogg. Early in 2003, there was so much excitement for the cam and a half system, it exceeded prior year sales by more than 40%, the biggest first quarter growth in the company's history. This led to the CNC machine shop being expanded by 30%, becoming one of the biggest full operating machine shops in Utah. Hoyt improved on its recurve double taper core design and introduced the G3 limb using parabolic core shapes to improve recurve limb performance and durability. Recurve limb manufacturing quality was improved by designing and implementing a laser alignment manufacturing and final inspection process. That process greatly improved the final straightness of recurve limbs and improved the accuracy of the limbs. As far as we know, it was the first one in the industry. I created that along with some of Hoyt's engineers. The president of Hoyt, Randy Walk, was inducted into the National Bowhunters Hall of Fame for his bowhunting achievements and his excellence in the design and manufacture of archery products. In 2004 Hoyt introduced a new Triax pocket stabilizer system and the first ever shoot-through bows offered by Hoyt, the Ultra Elite and the Pro Elite, were introduced. In 2005, Randy Walk developed another archery bow accessory mounting system and method, and that was patented. Hoyt created and introduced the Fuse accessory brand and successfully entered the aftermarket sight, arrow rest, stabilizer, and bow quiver categories. Recurve limb manufacturing was further improved by the design and implementation of a process to measure the stiffness of each individual lamination component. In 2006, Hoyt introduced its new Fuse custom strings to the market, incorporating the new custom string into all of its bows. The new custom fused strings used internally designed and developed manufacturing equipment to pre-stretch and pre-twist bow strings to exact tolerances. And 2006 observed the 75th anniversary of the founding of the Hoyt Company. At that time, we also introduced an all-new magnesium die-cast recurve bow riser called the Eclipse. In 2007, Hoyt introduced a new hunting bow sight, simplifying and reducing the cost of producing fully micro-adjustable sights, and introduced the Stealth Shot string dampening device. The Stealth Shot was fully integrated into the bow, and it both would grab and stop the string, holding it solidly in place at the point of arrow launch. In 2008, Hoyt engineered a new recurve limb design and construction, the new 900CX limb, using an advanced material to eliminate the use of glass on the tension side of the limb. This innovative limb construction allowed the use of carbon fiber to act as the full tension load component of the limb, increasing speed, stability, and accuracy. Hoyt discontinued the Reflex brand of bows in July of 2008 to focus on pro-shop-only sales. In 2009, Hoyt introduced a new bow called the Alphamax, was the first Hoyt bow to come in under four pounds. and At the time, it was considered the lightest bow in the market. Also that year, Hoyt introduced the GMX recurve riser. The GMX went back to the drawing board for the original TD4 gold medalist, the original geometry and critical features of that famous bow. The GMX was extremely well accepted to the market, quickly becoming the most successful aluminum recurve riser. Hoyt also introduced the new 990TX recurve limb. Similar to the 900CX introduced in 2008, it had improved performance characteristics. Along with the new 990TX, Hoyt implemented a new five-axis fully CNC-controlled system to manufacture the new limbs. The new system improved throughput, increased manufacturing efficiencies, but most of all, improved limb manufacturing quality. It was a major improvement to recurve limb manufacturing. In 2010, Hoyt introduced its first-ever carbon compound bow, the new carbon matrix. In 2010, Hoyt introduced its first-ever carbon compound bow, the carbon matrix. And that same year, Hoyt introduced the first of the new Formula Series recurve riser in limbs. The formula system used an extended limb attachment system, increasing alignment between the riser and the limb. It also allowed for the limb to flex slightly through the butt portion of the limb, increasing smoothness of draw, stored energy, and speed by up to four feet per second. In 2012, Korean archer Oh Jin-hyuk became the first Korean man to win the individual gold medal at the London Olympic Games. He did it with a Hoyt Formula bow. Hope you've enjoyed this annotated history of Easton's partner, the Hoyt Archery Company. And we look forward to talking to you again soon from the podcast where we will be broadcasting from Gwangju, Korea at the Archery World Cup second stage. We'll see you next week.